This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now. Darren. You know, Andre DuPont, the old Philadelphia Flyer tough guy, was nicknamed Moose. And you being a tough guy. Right. But in hockey, when I was younger, another player came across the middle and made the most devastating check I've ever made in my life. Take off the helmet, and it's a girl. And so the coach laughed at a boy, Moose, just like the Moose. And I'm like, I have no idea who that is, right? The one sports show where roughing is encouraged. Hello, welcome back. Hour two of the Rod Peterson Show, live here on your podcast platform, here on YouTube, and across the country on Game Plus Television. Darren DuPont in for Rod Peterson, who's away. He's in Red Deer, Alberta. Speaking engagement, so he's talking social media, motivation, all the things that he does in his public speeches. Uh, Rod Peterson is away. We are live today from the Delta Hotels by Marriott, downtown Saskatoon. Uh, The Delta Hotel surrounds you with one-of-a-kind views of the city of Bridges, no matter how you decide to enjoy it. Imagine yourself in the tallest hotel in Saskatoon, steps from all-season hiking Pass and that hug the banks of the South Saskatchewan River. You book your stay today at the Delta Hotels Marriott downtown Saskatoon. Big friends of the show, and let me tell you, these views are uh, outstanding. Um, 902-518-3033 is the number to call. At Rod Peterson Show is uh, the place to tweet us. And uh, YouTube, Twitter, and rodpeterson.com, the place to check in on the poll question today. We're going to get to that here in a second for Key Auto Group. Um, We'll update the poll. We'll get to your questions. Still a lot of people wanting to talk about uh, what's going on with the SFU situation. Kevin, the medium, checking in from Calgary. Good morning, Kevin. Yes, still morning out there in Calgary. Um, Says they haven't come out and given a reason, and that's the frustrating part. It's been a lesson in ineptitude. It has just been wild how much the court of public opinion is as close to the 100% as you can be on the side of the football program and these players. I have never seen anything like this. Um, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. And every time I watch um, another press conference, another interview, another address to the athletes, um, any videos, the answers to questions just baffle me. Um, the way that it's being handled is, is baffling. Um there's something else going on that nobody wants to talk about, and I don't know what that is, but it is absolutely wild. So um, it'll continue. It's a great interview. Um, if you hadn't watched it, go back and watch it. Um, Clark, it's one we're going to want to pull for the YouTube feed. Um, so very good update. And uh, on a one-day fundraising effort led by Amar Dolman and other members in the BC football community and across this country. I believe it was 800 pledges, more than 800 pledges, but over $700,000 raised in a single day. So outstanding job by the BC football community, by the Canadian football community um, supporting SFU football. But Jared Dumbas here to talk hockey, not football. So let's bring him in. I was told he's wearing something great. Is that a 34, JD? That's a 34. You got it. I love it. Uh, Jared Dumba's back in the RP show in the bunker uh, for this one. Was that Austin Matthews' best game as a Maple Leaf? 
Uh, I thought so. Uh, I know a lot of people that were watching thought uh, that they didn't, the, the top four didn't really show up, but I think they showed up at the right time like uh, star players tend to do. So uh, <clears throat> that's why it's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why, we, uh, that's why we don't maybe make too many comments until the game's over. He showed up, a couple of great goals and just calm and cool like he always is. Marner, fantastic, couple of great setups. Uh, it was a great game to watch. You know, I, I was saying this on, on the show a little bit, but, um, you know, it's funny. They, they talk about, jokingly, about the Jason Sudeikis lookalike thing and, and all that. But, but to be honest, I, I'm all about energy a little bit. I, I like thinking about energy and, you know, how I approach the world and stuff. And I'm watching that game, and I, I was telling Clark this too. We went down 4-1. to one. I say we. The Leafs went down 4-1, to one, still on a national talk show here. Um, you know, they go down 4-1 in, that per- in the second period, and I'm like, I don't want to be mad, but I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad because it's slipping away again. The season is slipping away, you know? So I'm like, we need new energy in this building. We need new energy in the house here. So I flipped on Ted Lasso. I didn't watch the third period. We had an episode to watch, and we watched it. And I kept checking my phone. I'm like, that's 4-2. Keep watching the episode. 4-3? 4-4. So our episode ended, watched overtime, and sure enough, the Leafs won. We fixed the energy. But uh, maybe that it was the third period that was it for the Leafs. But what have you seen from this group that convinces you that they can get it done, that this group is finally at a place, not, you know, maybe to win a cup, but to, to get passed around and, and start to see some success? Well, uh, the thing I like is uh, they seem to go into a little bit of lulls where they're 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 not playing their own game, and then and then when they start to play their own game, which is just keep wheeling, keep moving, keep moving the puck, and then they sort of get Tampa Bay backed into uh, into a tight box, and they and they start watching, and right when Tampa Bay starts watching, that's when Riley seems to know exactly when to shoot the puck. You got a couple of guys going to the net when they just keep moving and play their own game and just keep getting pucks to the net getting guys in front of in front of the goaltender who's one of the the best in in the world if not the best uh i think when they do that if they can if they can keep that up if they can do that for most of the of of the next game we could see them close it close out a series and uh i don't know is is there going to be a parade if they if they get past this are we going to have to put the second the second round on hold for a week or so i don't know but uh, i think if they're going to be able to close it out that's what they got to do stick to their game and not worry about getting in uh any of the any of the stuff that uh you know everybody wants matthews and everybody to get in and get rough and get tough i mean he did a little bit but that's not his game they got to stick to their game and just block out all that that uh, outside noise that outside energy like you say if the leafs get past tampa and then promptly get bounced by boston in four five six seven games is the season a success still if you're asking me personally i'd have to say it is because you're just climbing one more one more block you know you're just getting that little bit ahead a little more confidence and uh, it's a it's a hard league to win in. There's you know 32 teams and and how many you know 12 of them 12 to 14 have a great shot. It seems like uh, you know so it's you just got to keep keep adding and you know I, I know I hear people saying well if they don't do it this year blow it up. Well you know what if Washington would have done that? You know what did Ovi didn't win till he was 32 years old? So still lots of time. Who knows? This could be the year. Maybe they surprise everybody, get uh, get a little swagger in their step, get up against Boston. And uh, if Boston closes that out, which I'm sure they were, they're sure they will. But uh, you never know what happens. That's why we play the games and the playoffs is a completely different animal. You get a bunch of young guys with some with some uh, some good vets in that locker room and you start to get a little swagger in your step. Anything's possible. So we'll see. That's why we Man, play you the games, said it. right? Yeah, you said it. Like, you got to be patient. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's not just Leafs fans. It's all markets. You know, yep. just so impatient. I mean, McDavid, Matthew, Dreisaitl, Marner, Nylander, they're still fairly young. You talked oh, about yeah. Ovechkin, 32. Iserman didn't win a Stanley Cup till he was in his 30s. It takes time to learn how to win in this league, right? Well, and what about uh, <clears throat> the team that they're playing? What about Stamkos? How how long did it take him to win? Remember, it was only four years ago that Steven Stamkos was not a winner. 
He's just not a winner. Everybody was saying he's never going to be able to do it. And now he's, wow, he's one of the, the, the best. Uh, leaders and one of the biggest winners in the game so I think you just got to yeah. stick stick with your team stick with your uh, you know the fans got to got to stick with everybody and uh, do it as a unit because the the boys on the ice they they can feel and it goes once again going back to that energy thing the fans when the fans start turning on you you can feel it if the if you're down by a goal or two and the fans are still got your back that can give you an extra an extra boost. That's like a, a seventh man on the ice. So everybody's got to stick with it. Do they have to win it in game five? Because if they lose game five at home, you go to game six. I'm just, I'm just going to talk as an anxious, anxiety riddled Leaf fan. Okay. <laughs> then you go to game six and you're in Tampa. And of course, Tampa is not going to lose three in a row at home. Right. So they're going to win that one at home. Now you come back for game seven and now you're because it's game seven and now you can't make any mistakes. Right. Do you have to close it out in game five or is this team fine? Well, you want to close it out in game five. But if I know you want to. Yeah. But if for some reason you don't. Now, this is why having guys like Ryan O'Reilly, Mark Giordano in your locker room, that's why they're so big. Because if if something happened, you know, say they lost in overtime and now, oh, no, we got to make the trip back to Tampa and the boys start thinking too much. That's when those old boys will step up and say, hey, guys, we're still up. Calm down. Let's just go play our game. We've, we've won there before. We could do it again. Everybody just calm down. Let's go out and play our game. That's why uh, some of those moves that were made, like I said, especially the O'Reilly one, uh, so huge for, for the team. And, and I think that's going to, I think it's going to help them get over the hump. I think Tampa looks tired. I think for the last couple of months of the year, they looked like they were, you know, they'd have a good game and then they'd look tired for a game or two. So uh, the Leafs got to prey on that as well. You saw it in the third period of last game. They started to look a little tired. So just keep those young legs going, play your game, and uh, take advantage of what you can. Play the game that's in front of you. Outside of Leafs and Lightning, what's been your favorite series of the opening round? Well, I mean, King, the Kings-Oilers has been phenomenal. And I'm also a, a big Kings fan, so I got the Leafs jersey on, but I've uh, been a Kings fan since Gretzky got traded there. So, and I was an Oilers fan before that. So it's, uh, I love watching those two teams and watching the battle and watching the heat on Twitter between all the fans. It's just fantastic. It's a lot of fun. That's a great series, but I'm telling you one series that one and one team that I would not rule out the Minnesota and Dallas series. To me, it looks like one of the, it looks like it's maybe the fastest series. And you, when you look at uh, Minnesota's team, or uh, sorry, when you look at uh, Dallas's team, I know they're up 3-2 now. Minnesota can always come back. They got some good youth and some good vets. But uh, there's something about that Dallas team with the goaltending they got that he, he can just turn it on at, at any time and win a game for them. Uh, you got some great, uh, some great D-men, a great mix of youth forwards and, and some character forwards, some older guys. Uh, Captain America there, and uh, so you know when you've that, there's something about that Dallas team that I really like. I wouldn't write them off, or uh, if I was somebody that was playing them, I wouldn't take them too easily. Yeah, you can't write them off. A big win last night for Dallas, four nothing over Minnesota. Sagan again had a big game. Ottinger was good. So that group maybe finding their stride a little bit now. Um, after Minnesota's kind of you know a little chippy, they're hanging in there. They're they're grinding away, uh, trying to yep. push that to seven games. Um, you know, last night I'll, I'll get your thoughts on the Oilers here. And in, in the few minutes we have left, we can go back to that LA Edmonton series. Was that a game that finally Edmonton? was able to win without gripping their sticks at the end, 6-3. Was that a back-breaking game for L.A.? Can they recover from that? I think they can, but uh, there's a, there's some things, I don't know. It's just, If I'm being completely honest, I'm not a big fan of, of the way L.A. always plays their – plays their lines or plays their players, mixes their lines. Uh, for Edmonton, that was a huge game. They just came out. It was They had the pedal to the metal. Everybody's following Dreisaitl. I mean, McDavid's playing well too, but Dreisaitl's just on another planet right now. He, he looks phenomenal. Everybody's, uh, everything just seemed to come together. And you could tell from, you know, in those first, uh, the first half of period, uh, in the first period that uh, Edmonton just looked like they had that swagger. They looked like they're getting comfortable out there. 
a little worried for my Kings, but uh, you know what? If Edmonton knocks them off, uh, I, I'd happily cheer for the Oilers because they got a lot of great young guys, and uh, it'd, be, it'd be great to see them win too. Another uh, great Canadian team. Stuart Skinner was back in goal last night instead of Jack Campbell. He got the win. Um, it was it was good night all around for Oiler fans, and it was a little hairy there in the opening period um, when it was tight, three two after one, but they ended up rolling. Um, you know, scoring three of the next four goals. So that was great for the Oilers. Look, we're up against a break here. There's comments coming in on the text line that we want to get to. Um, we've got shout-outs from our, our radio listeners. Um, we've got a question, Jared, that we want to get to about the Shifley play where he tripped going into the boards and the goaltender. So think about that. Uh, we're going to get to this Jets and Golden Knights series that has a day off today before they resume with Game 5 tomorrow. So we'll do that. Um, we'll want to talk about the Saskatoon Blades a little bit. Big Game 7 win last night with you. So we'll do that all on the other side of the break, okay? It's the RP Show. We're live from the Delta Marriott downtown Saskatoon Hotel here on Game Plus Television all across this country. Uh, we're, we're live streaming on YouTube, and you may be listening anytime, anywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, welcome back to the RP Show. Rod will be back in the show tomorrow, and I'm sure we are going to get a lot of conversation about the potential of a new arena in Calgary. And Tuesday, City of Calgary announced plans for the brand new arena. Price tag around $800 million. Um... Rod talked about it at uh, rodpeterson.com this morning in his daily commentary. You can read it daily, rodpeterson.com. He says, at the conference I'm at in Red Deer, a guy leaned over and said, are they going to do it this time? And he answered, yeah, I think so. So I'm sure we'll have more conversation about the new arena when Rod is back from Red Deer uh, tomorrow on the air, speaking right now. But you can read his thoughts at rodpeterson.com. You can also vote on the poll question today, and that's where we'll bring in Jared Dumba back again, and we'll uh, ask him the poll question. Jared, what is more likely today? The poll question is for Key Auto Group. It's truck month at Key Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get 3.49% financing up to 72 months on the 2023 Silverado 1500. Go to keychev.com for more details. The poll question today is what is more likely the Leafs blow the 3-1 series lead, or the Jets overcome the 3-1 series deficit? What's more likely, Jared? Ooh, jeez, that's, uh, what's more likely? <laughs> that's a great question. 
I don't think it's going to happen, but you'd have to say with all the injuries and the tough luck going the Jets' way, you'd have to say the Leafs blowing the lead, but I don't I don't think either one of those things is going to happen, to be honest. That's a great I know. question. Whoever really came up with that one, great job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we really, I, you know, we were thinking about a poll question today, and it just kind of came to me later, but just before we went to air. That's the interesting thing, because if you say the Leafs losing is more likely, you're kind of being disrespectful to the Jets, right? Yeah. But if you say the Jets winning, that's the way to go, but... Man, you talk about the injuries, right? I mean, they're piling up. Ehlers and Morrissey, the two most notable. Shifley and how's he uh, overall? Um, before we get into the series a little bit, but I want to get to the the, the text line nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three. Wilf um, in Steinbach, Manitoba, says hi, Moose. Should Vegas's goalie have gotten a tripping penalty on the Shifley play? What do you think, Jared? I don't know. That's a tough one. It's kind of a situational call. It's tough for the refs on the ice. You, you got a guy like Shifley who's always in front of the net. Good, you know, good hard player. Always going hard to the net. It's it, it's a tough call. I, I think in the in the you might see a call like that in in uh, the regular season. It, it's all going to depend on the refs and kind of what's going on in the game. A lot of the times, unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Uh, I, I think it, I wouldn't have I. I probably wouldn't have made that call in the in the playoffs, but uh, I know if you're a Jets fan, you're probably going to be saying, "Yeah, 100%. That was a trip." It <laughs> it's tough because he got hurt and he left the game, yeah. and then the Jets yeah. lost the game. And you look at all these external things that happen around the play, and you start thinking, "Okay, yeah, sure, a lot of other things happen because of this, and maybe it should have had a penalty attached to it." But you know, I also look at especially in the playoffs. You know, does it? Does does the inner the infraction create a scoring chance or take away a scoring chance? Now you'd argue that Shifley was barreling down and maybe if he hadn't got run into, maybe he'd have had a better scoring chance. But I think he had played the puck first. I think it was just one of those plays, you know, a guy going hard yeah. to the net, a goaltender being really competitive. And it's just unfortunate that he wasn't able to finish the game. And and a lot of the times, I think what a lot of fans don't realize is, you know, it, we all have the benefit of watching it, you know, a hundred times on the replay right after and making our decision. When it's happening that fast and you're on the ice, you're a referee, you're watching, ten, you know, five or ten other things, and then you're you're kind of watching the play. Oh, it also comes down to, are you looking right at Shifley? Or are you looking at the goalie? Where are your eyes? Are your eyes up a bit, down a bit? It's 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 so yeah. tough. And I know a lot of people always want to hold the ref's feet to the fire, but uh, there's so much that goes into it. So, you know, it is what it is. In hockey, everybody, it goes, uh, it always goes both ways. Uh, you just got to deal with uh, the hand that you're dealt. And unfortunately, the Winnipeg fans would like some, uh, you know, would have liked a penalty call there. But, uh, you know, Vegas fans are probably happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Randy in the peg says, let's hope they both happen, meaning the Jets come back and the Leafs blow the lead. So they want the best of both worlds. Um, yeah, very interesting um, poll today. Um, Tom, who I believe is in Winnipeg, says, no excuses. Winnipeg Jets barely got into the 2023 playoffs. They're done. Toast. So do you believe that? Or do you think the Jets have what it, I mean, Man, that's a lot of adversity when you're talking about losing key guys, you know, the emotion that you went through, you know, in game three, just to come back in that third period, only to have the wind out of your sails to lose in overtime. That's emotionally draining. And as athletes, I mean, as fans, we go through the emotional roller coaster, but as athletes, that wears on you too, as much as the physical stuff, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Because uh, then you you know, and, and especially if you if you don't, I mean, I know that they have good vets around, so that'll that'll help. But if you start getting in your head and, and you start doing the what if and what if we would have won and what if this would be better and what if that instead of just focusing on the task at hand and what you got to do next and just taking it one game, one shift at a time, uh, you know, if, if that stuff starts happening, uh, that's uh, that's going to run against you as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a long battle back. I think with uh, it depends, you know, it depends a lot on Shifley. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough battle back though here uh 
it's so tough to say, but if I'm being completely honest, giving you my call, I think Vegas is is going to close it out. But Winnipeg might—I think Winnipeg could could surprise with one more. Vegas could get a little ahead of themselves. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be—it's uh, going to be a fun game to watch either way. The opposite of the Toronto Tampa series is where Winnipeg is at. Obviously, I mean mirror image, right? Three one yep. one, you know, down three one, up three one. But you're going on the road to Vegas, right? Yeah. You just yeah. got to win one on the road. And Rick Bonus said this. He's like, forget about the stats of 3-1. It's like, you know, when you're down 3-1, you know, 300 and some some odd times to like 29 is the record of the team that's up 3-1 to one in the series. Well, one of those 20-something games is Toronto against Montreal not that long ago, okay, where the Habs came back from 3-1 to one and went all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. Now, they had Carey Price. But hello, Winnipeg's got Connor Hellebuck. Yep. And this Winnipeg team, I know they're banged up. I know Nikolai Ehlers is a great player. Josh Morrissey could be a Norris candidate. Josh Norrissey, right? Yep. You just can't replace those guys. But on paper, I like this Winnipeg Jets team a lot more than I liked that Montreal Canadiens team at 100%. that time. Yep. So... Forget about 3-1. You just got to go in and win a game in Vegas. You go win a game in Vegas, now you're coming home to the whiteout, right? Now yeah. you're coming home riding a wave into the whiteout. And all you got to do is you know, ride that, that, uh, that momentum at home, win a game, and you're going to game seven, and anything can happen in game seven. And by the way, I don't claim to know the details of all the injuries that Winnipeg's facing and how long-term they are, but every game you, 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 um, you play... And the longer you extend this series, the better chance you have of guys getting healthier and being ready to play. I mean, I don't know. I'm talking yeah. myself well, into believing that the Jets have a chance. Well, you know what? There's always a chance. And, uh, and you know what? It, when you get Mo on your side, like you said, momentum, uh, all you got to do is win one. You don't have to look at it. It, it. Once again, it's how do you look at it? Do you psych yourself out and go, oh, we got to win three in a row now? Or do you say, no, we're just going to, we just got to win one. Look at it that way. Then you're coming home. Then we, we know if we got a little bit of momentum, then we can win at home. Then we've got all the momentum on our side going back into, into Vegas. And who cares where that last game is if we've won two in a row? Now they're gripping their sticks. It's all how you look at it. I mean, you can sit back and you can look at the numbers, like you said, and say well, 300 and sometimes, uh, you know, the team that's, that's up three to one wins. So they're probably going to do it because that's what it says. Or you can say, well, 29 times it's happened. So, you know what? We're due for a 30th. Let's go get it. So, it's all going to be uh, how the team comes out. Lots of things go into it with the injuries and stuff like that. But uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they come together. They got a great coach. Uh, you know that they're going to be ready. And, and yeah. if, you know what? If it, their, their best chance is if Vegas goes home and says this one's over we went at home we just won there we're, we're gonna do this they got a bunch of injuries they start getting ahead of themselves then yeah there's a chance look at we're getting them riled up in the comment section i'm loving this um as we check in on the youtube chat first of all they agree with us it should not be a penalty on the goaltender for the play on shifley and that's coming from jets fans so that's good to see um you know tom says you're the best moose giving us jets fans hope so love that. I hope you guys are getting excited. Trying to, uh, to get you fired up. You got another day off before you'll get to um, game five on Thursday. I want to just check in on the schedule here for a second because, yeah, Thursday is Lightning's Leafs, Rangers, Devils, Jets, Golden Knights. Friday, you'll get you know, four games on the schedule. You got to wait all the way till Saturday before you get Oilers and Kings in game six. You got to wait all the way to Saturday. You get the dreaded, you know, three days off, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, we were going day off, day off, day off. And, you know, as a Leaf fan, you plan your every second day or a hockey fan, whatever team you're in, it's tough, Jets fans, the two days off right? Having to wait all the way till Thursday for the next game. How about Oilers fans? Got the three days off. Does that, what does that do to a team momentum-wise, what the Oilers were able to do, you know, 
in game five. What does that do for them? What does it do for the Kings having an extended layoff before game six? You know what? I think it it's it'll help the Kings. Not saying that that's going to make sh- that that's going to uh, that they're going to win for sure because it's going to help the Kings. But you you know when Edmonton came out and you know pretty much dominated that game. We got to be honest. When they do that, uh, now you've got a few days to just kind of breathe, relax, get it out of your head, get a couple practices in, get your own momentum going. Uh, if, you know, with uh, Doughty and the boys, the the veterans, Kopitar in the in the room, uh, McClellan, they can they can try and get everybody's head on right and get them focused on the right things. So that'll help the Kings. But you know what? If you're if you're the Oilers, it's not. I don't think it's going to hurt the Oilers. I think it'll help the Kings a little bit. But it's definitely not going to hurt the Oilers after they just found their swagger in, in the in the last game. So I think last game was a little more lopsided. I think the next game we see is going to be probably four to three. Could be another overtime game. I think we're going to see a tight one, and who knows which way it goes. This uh, this series has been so exciting. Could go either way. Could go either way. Looking forward to that tonight. And quickly, thoughts on uh, the two games in the NHL tonight. Panthers, Bruins, Boston can wrap up that series. They're at home with a 3-1 series lead. That game getting underway at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock here in uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta. And then the 9.30 Eastern game, 7.30 Mountain, is uh, the Kraken at Colorado. That series tied at two apiece. So start Florida-Boston. Yeah, it's going to be uh, that Kraken series is an interesting one, uh, you know. And and now they're they're losing McCarr for a game. That's going to be interesting. Can the Kraken can the Kraken go up? Another one that I've been so interested uh, in watching is is that Jersey and and uh, New York. Uh, they're right close to each other. There, good little rivalry. Uh, you know, just when it looked like New York was just going to steamroll through the series, all of a sudden New Jersey with a great defensive game. They've got once again a good mix of older players and and younger players uh goaltend it's going to come down to goaltending i think there but uh you know what which uh which rangers team's going to show up did they get a little too cocky last game it's so tough to tell yeah. uh, but uh i'm really looking forward to to that game as well it'd be great to see great to see new new jersey you know pull something off but uh i know there's a lot of a lot of rangers fans out there too that finally want to see them you know go and win it all there's a lot of, i knew a lot of people that were calling the rangers to win it all but <laughs> once again i know in today's day and age with all these great teams i know somebody that was picking basically every team to win it all everybody and anything can happen rangers got to the conference final last year can they get back there take it one step further we'll find out jd thanks for coming down man and uh what is happening with you tomorrow night we're getting together to watch this toronto tampa game I think we should. Give me a show. Okay. We'll All talk. Right. We'll watch the game uh, tomorrow night. All the best, pal. It was virtually great to see you, brother. See How about that? Right back at you. <laughs> there you go. Rod will be cheering for the Florida Panthers tonight. They're taking on the Bruins. Seattle is in Colorado. But we're going to talk CHL playoffs with Les Lazarick, the voice of the Saskatoon Blades. They're off to the Western Hockey League's Eastern Conference Final to take on the Winnipeg Ice. That's happening on the other side of the break. The RP Show live from the Delta Hotels Marriott in Saskatoon downtown here on a beautiful Wednesday morning afternoon, depending on where you are in the country. You're watching on Game Plus TV, streaming live on YouTube or on the radio, and we are on Apple and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. 
Hey, welcome back. The RP Show is live here from sunny Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, where the Saskatoon Blades were winners last night in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. And let's bring in the radio play-by-play voice, Les Lazarick. How are you, Les? Did you get some good. sleep last night? I got a little bit. I think five hours is about it. Uh, trying to trying to croke my way through an on-air shift today, so... Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, hey, it's it's sunny in Saskatoon and sunnier because the Blades are on their way to the Eastern Conference Final. What were you thinking in the final moments of the game? What was going through your 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 mind, and what was the call like? Uh, what's going through my mind is that we're witnessing a historic moment, something that has only happened twice before in the Western Hockey League, and it's happened a few more times in other leagues. I mean, I was going through the list the other day of teams who have come back from 3 nothing down to win a series, a best-of-seven series in seven games, and it's not a very long list, and now you can add the Saskatoon Blades to it, having come from behind to defeat the Red Deer Rebels in the series. And the other thing about it is, is that how close were the Blades, not just in this series, but even in the series against the Regina Pats in the opening round, to being knocked out of the playoffs, and yet here they are, eight wins and six losses in 14 playoff games, and they're off to the third round of the playoffs for the first time since 1994. It's a long-suffering fan base here. Long-suffering fan base, almost three decades since, you know, they've been to the conference final, and, you know, what is this? I mean, I got a taste of it last night, this city going through. I mean... (laughs) They've been nicknamed, the building's been nicknamed the library at times. I know there's been some lean years <laughs> when it comes to championship and playoff success. But that fan base was outstanding last night. I mean, the, the Go Blades Go chance. They were on top of the penalty kill on the clears and blowing the, the roof off the place. I mean, that was one of the great hockey atmospheres that I've been around. It was really neat. Yeah, it, it's gotten really good this year. Uh, a lot of credit goes to the game day production staff with the Blades. They do an outstanding job of being on top of things and understanding what all the elements to a game are and when to press the buttons and when to back off. But when it comes to pressing the buttons to make sure that the fans can get involved, I mean, sometimes you got to lead the horse to water, so to speak, and you got to lead the fans to make sure that they cheer and do the right things at the appropriate time for the home team. And uh, that production crew has done it, and the fans follow up, and they do an outstanding job. I mean, 9,400, uh, almost 9,500 fans last night, and those all bought basically in a 36-hour period or 30-hour period because they didn't go on sale until Thursday at noon after the Blades found out that, uh, sorry, not Thursday, but on on, uh, Monday at noon they went on sale. What day is it exactly? It's all starting to run together. Tickets went yeah, tickets went on sale Monday at noon when they finally found out Sunday that they had won Game Six in Red Deer for a Tuesday yeah. for a Tuesday evening game. So uh, yeah, the fans coming out has just been tremendous. And again, that's almost another ten thousand crowd. There was uh, four of them in the first round series against Regina, and six of them in total against the Pats uh, because of the Connor Bedard effect. But seeing the ninety five hundred last night shows that you don't necessarily need to have Connor Bedard being involved, although it helps, but you can draw people in based on what you're doing with your play. And uh, fans are here are starting to take notice of the Saskatoon Blades and really now uh, as they make their way into the Eastern Conference Final against Winnipeg. It's important for us to tell the stories of these players and introduce the characters and build the attachment. You saw exactly the blueprint of that with Connor Bedard. You know who the kid is, you feel an attachment, you want to come out and watch. So tell yep. me about Spencer Chagru. Like, I, I saw you see, and I retweeted it this morning, if you want to go check on social media, on Twitter, but Brendan Sonny in, uh, in the locker room, his speech after the game. This kid, I mean, was it three goals in the regular season, right? Um, but then he scores three in goals, Game 7 against Regina. Three goals in 120. Yeah, three goals in 125 regular season games in his career. Not this season, in his career. And he comes up with three in two game sevens in this playoff season. Uh, crazy. That's just, you know, the unlikely hero coming out and being able to make things happen for the team. And uh, Spencer Chagru, Mr. Game 7 now, that's how he's going to be known 
for the rest of his life here in Saskatoon, uh, the ability to come up big when the team really needed him. Unreal. Yeah, a goal in that Game 7 against Regina, two last night. Unbelievable. So we are all across the country, so I want to update this. Uh, Where we stand in all the playoffs now, and they're down to the Final Four everywhere. In the Ontario Hockey League, it's the Peterborough Peets, uh, the Sarnia Sting, the North Bay Battalion, the London Knights, the Final Four there. In the queue, the Halifax uh, Mooseheads, the Sherbrooke Phoenix, Quebec Remparts, and the Gatineau Olympique are all there in the queue. But we'll we'll talk uh, about the dub because Kamloops and Seattle are in the West, and now the Blades have the Winnipeg Ice starting Friday night. So uh, uh, tee up uh, the next round, the conference finals. Well, first and foremost, out in the West, and uh, uh, Kamloops and Seattle. Seattle's built for this. They are the Edmonton Oil Kings of last year, making the deals necessary to get as big and bad and as good as they can possibly be, and they certainly are. They are, I mean, they're the team to beat, really. Although Kamloops, getting Olin Zellweger on the back end, is big time. Uh, he is, along with Logan Stankov, and led that Blazers team. And, of course, here in the Eastern Conference, both the Winnipeg Ice and Saskatoon Blades are so excited for the Kamloops Blazers to win that series out west so that the winner of the Eastern Conference series can get an automatic berth into the Memorial Cup because Kamloops are the hosts and they're already in. And if they happen to beat Seattle, then, yeah, then one of Winnipeg or Saskatoon gets in. And that's really strange to be able to say after 29 years behind the mic following the Saskatoon Blades, that the Blades could actually earn their way into the Memorial Cup by somehow finding a way to beat the Winnipeg Ice, which is not going to be easy. We're talking about the Scotty Monroe uh, Memorial Trophy champions as the first place team in the entire Western Hockey League during the regular season. And the Blades are going to try and up up in the apple cart, so to speak. They beat them twice here in Saskatoon during the regular season. In the history of that franchise in Winnipeg, playing out of that tiny little bandbox known as the Wayne Fleming Arena on the University of Manitoba campus, the Blades have only won once, and that was in the 2021-22 season. They lost in overtime in a game in Winnipeg this past season, and yet I sense again that there's a quiet confidence amongst the Saskatoon Blades moving forward into this series with Winnipeg. Look, we, like, we can get into the minutia of the team and, and, and things like that, but look, you've, you've seen a lot of stars in your time with the Blades. I mean, there was a, a bunch of great teams in the early 2000s and leading up to the Memorial Cup in 2013, you know, high-profile teams. Even recently, you know, Tristan Robbins and Kyle Krinkovic, who Krinkovic's now in Seattle, right? Yep. This team doesn't seem from the outside again i haven't been as intimately involved as i had been in over a seven year period you know working closely with you but it doesn't feel like there's the identity of okay here's your here's your two stars here's your three stars here's your scores and these are the guys doing everything else it feels like what brendan sawney's done has built a team a lot of structure, yep. a lot of buy-in, and a lot of depth, and you don't really have a lot of separation from lines one through four. Yeah, that, that would be accurate, Darren. There's no two ways about that. Uh, and the players amongst themselves, it's a brotherhood. Uh, and, I mean, that term gets thrown around pretty loosely in sports amongst teams, that you can have that brotherhood and everybody gets together and everybody likes each other. Uh, I think it's genuine with this team that they really do care about one another and do like each other and will do anything for each other. Uh, and certainly the ability of Igor Sidorov or Trevor Wong, who are their two leading scorers in the playoffs. Yeah, they kind of carry it, but then you get Spencer Chagru, Connor Roulette was the most experienced player on the team in the playoffs in the Western Hockey League, having played 25 games with Seattle last season on their run to the Western Hockey League final. And yet here he is, Scoring twice last night, two, his two goals, just as big as Spencer Chagru's two goals in that game, uh, seven victory over Red Deer. So it, it goes all over the place. You'll take a look at Tanner Mullendyke, who's ranked 28th by Central Scouting in the final rankings ahead of the NHL draft. He plays 30 minutes a night on the blue line. And last night with the team, many players, as you heard, Darren, you were upstairs in our post-game show area, 
head coach Brendan Sonny talking about his team being uh, riddled with illness, guys puking on the bench, trying to play through it and having a tough time doing it, down to four defensemen at times. Tanner Mullendike was one of those guys, and he is going to be an early National Hockey League draft pick come this year in Nashville. He skates well. He's got some offensive capability to him, but he's not afraid to get involved. He's thrown some hits along the line. Uh, but there's all kinds of guys that can go up and down the roster, and I can you know, wax poetic about how good they are and what they've been able to do. But essentially, it is a team, first and foremost, like you said. Very cool. Yeah, it, it, it was fun to be there last night. Now, I know we're, we're running out of time here. Before we let you go, tell me about the bananas. Because that's become a thing. One thing I've noticed in the crowd last night, I mean, obviously the crowds are getting bigger. There's more yellow in the crowd. The Pac-Man thing is stronger than ever, which is great, the identity there. But I'm seeing banana costumes now, and they're really leaning into the yellow. So that started with a promotion, didn't it, earlier in the year? Started with a promotion last season, an April Fool's yeah. promotion, where they rebranded the team as the Bananas on April Fool's Day and ended up winning the game and it went over so well that they decided to bring it back again this year and it took off again so for one game one day each season over the last two the blades franchise has been rebranded as the saskatoon bananas the team again in the front office have done a fabulous job of putting that together the community is bought in there's jerseys being bought uh everybody seems to think it's wonderful um, there may be a need to have a Saskatoon Bananas baseball team when the Western Canadian Baseball League arrives here next year. That, that, would, that would be my suggestion, but there will be a name the team contest uh, on that one. But yeah, the Bananas uh, thing is, is, is a lot of fun and a lot of people have taken to it and uh, good on the Blades for doing something fun uh, with, with their jerseys and with their identity. I think that's really cool. Really cool to continue to build the brand that way. So awesome stuff. Good to see you last night, Les. Um, you know, likewise. It was great to Yeah. It was great to have you alongside in the booth for for an intermission chat. Uh it's good to see you too, Darren. And uh uh all the best to you, RP and all the rest of the gang back there with the Rod Peterson show. We continue to watch. Awesome. Good luck in Winnipeg and that series opening Thank up you. Friday night. Les Lazarus, the voice of the Saskatoon Blades, joining us here uh, from Saskatoon. The Blades again off to the Eastern Conference Final. First time since the 1993-94 season and doing it in dramatic fashion, overcoming a 3-0 series deficit to the Red Deer Rebels. And in Game 4, I believe going into the third, they were down by 2, overcame that, and ended up winning in Game 7 at home, 5-2. to two on Tuesday night. One final timeout. We'll update the poll question. We'll head into the text line at 902-518-3033. Recap the show. Your comments on the live stream on YouTube and whatever else uh, we have to get through. We'll wrap things up on the other side in overtime. The Rod Peterson Show. Here from sunny Saskatoon, Saskatchewan and the Delta Hotels by Marriott Downtown Saskatoon Hotels. You're watching live coast to coast on Game Plus Television. You're listening on the radio. You're streaming this on YouTube. And you're maybe watching this or listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus, use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back. It's been a fun day here on the Rod Peterson Show. Hope Rod's having a great day in Red Deer. He's uh, got a public speaking engagement there. He's at a conference. So he is the keynote. And uh, having a great day. He'll be back tomorrow. And I'm sure on the schedule is going to be a lot of talk about this Flames new arena deal will be tomorrow. Clark, do we know who's on the show tomorrow? John Bender, Tori Gurley, and Justin Dunk will be on air tomorrow. And that reminds me, we'll be talking a lot of NFL draft. It's round one of the NFL draft tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. Who goes number one? And there's lots of talk about the NFL draft. Um, will Levis is being talked about as a dark horse number one pick. I don't like it. Anthony Richardson's being talked about as a number one overall pick. No longer... Is it Bryce Young a slam dunk? I still think it's Bryce Young. I think that's where I'm putting my change at Bet Regal. Um, For sure, it's Bryce Young. The big question for me is how far does C.J. Stroud fall because of the negative press that's come out around his test scores and things like that. That's what I'm wondering. I think C.J. Stroud could be the fourth quarterback taken in the draft behind Young, Richardson, and Levis. I really do. It'll be interesting to watch that play out. So we'll have full NFL draft coverage tomorrow on the show. Probably some NHL arena talk. Um, but you can bet at betregal.net. Play for free. There's play for free sportsbook at betregal.net. You can also do futures picks on the National Hockey League playoffs. And that's our poll question today as we continue to put a wrap on some of our business today. The poll question is for a Key Auto Group. Uh, Key Auto is the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area, keyautogroup.ca. And what is more likely? Is it the Leafs blowing a 3-1 lead or the Jets erasing a 3-1 deficit? Final tally on YouTube, Clark? I know. Oh, it didn't get up on YouTube, so we got to check the feed on Twitter really quick, and I know we are... Inside 90 seconds. Ah, we're into the final minute. Last minute of play in the RP show. As we check in, 71% say the Leafs will blow the 3-1 lead as opposed to the Jets coming back from a 3-1 deficit. I didn't vote yet, but I am voting for the Jets erasing the 3-1 deficit. I think that's what will happen uh, more likely than the Leafs blowing the lead. So, uh Awesome stuff. Thank you to Wayne and Sven and John and Swerve and Jan and Tom and everybody watching on the YouTube feed and for all the comments today. Um, Really enjoying the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you to Jared Dumba. Thank you to Taylor Shire, Jim Mullen, Les Lazarick for joining. Um, Lots of great stuff on the program today. Um, And that's it. Enjoy the games tonight. We will see you all tomorrow here on the Rod Peterson Show. From Saskatoon and the Delta Marriott downtown. Thanks for watching. Have a great afternoon. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Bingo!